the hoops talk. Oh. <laughs> close to the mic. <laughs> well, you are recording off location. Opulence. This is the lap, Liz lap of luxury, motivated mm. weekend. <laughs> I love it. I love to inspire people. Always. To live luxuriously like <laughs> I would. <laughs> You know, if you're gonna go out and do your thing, you might as well, right? Oh my yeah, gosh. No one needs the motel six. <laughs> no, no, you don't. There's certain things you need the motel six for, but, but not this. <laughs> hey, the world's ending. You know, you're not wrong. Every day I wake up, I take my walks, and it is a red sun, like the eye of Sauron, or whatever that eye was in the Hobbit movie. Oh shit, that eye of Sauron. <laughs> It is crazy out there. Yeah. You see it everywhere. You know, and just so, I, I mean, the Los Angeles Times has a ton of great information, a lot of good articles. So I recommend if you're looking for somewhere to find information, um, that's that's at least our local news. That's Armageddon you know? related? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I, I'm, I'm going on vacation. So we're all like it's going, vacation month it's vacation month for some reason for all of us so kendall you'll notice kendall is not here today she's on her vacation and then i go on my vacation which just like lends karen to vacation vicariously wherever and however she it was, was just a weekend i wasn't taking no time off i need the money <laughs> <laughs> well yes i but i definitely need one and so we're gonna go away so and we're going to the desert so far away from like where potentially anything could be on fire and, and you have an outdoor tub right so you're yep. gonna be washing the i'm doing all i'm doing all i'm just gonna be like outside. in bathing suits and caftans the whole time that i'm in the desert just very stevie nicks which looks oh i love it and i love it's it be fantastic um and i know that um kendall's in jackson hole she's been like touring with her mom it looks fantastic so Follow her if you want to see some of her travel uh, lusciousness. And then Karen, I'm, I already saw the fireplace in your stories. Yes. I'm yeah. in Calistoga, California. Lovely. And Lovely. we're chilling. But tonight at 8 p.m., we mm -hmm. are kayaking in Bodega Bay because we are going to see the bioluminescence algae. Wow. Yeah. So if I can capture anything on this fucking damn phone, it's going to get captured. I don't know. <laughs> No wow. <laughs> Be careful because it's still very smoky up there. And sharks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> honey, if you're going to go to their house, they might open the door. If you had to come and knock it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm all about sharks because I'm just like, well, get out of the ocean. That's where they live. Yeah, you're going to get bit. I mean, you're coming to an their animal. hood. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get bit. So don't tell me about nothing about no sharks, okay? <laughs> I am for the sharks. I know there was like a young woman that just got bit and she's like, I still love sharks because oh. I mean, it was her. Even fault. more. I mean, she manifested that. She's so attracted yeah. to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all love a good shark. Um, while you're in Calistoga, I'm still holding it down in Los Angeles. Kindle is so, it's some campsite, some mountains, some beautiful uh, range. Um, but we have a fabulous returning guest on the show today. I'm so excited to have Kristen Peake back on. Yes, can't wait. She is an NBA draft analyst for Yahoo Sports, and she's going to be breaking down 
so much good stuff for the NBA, the rookies, the drafts, what's going on right now. I mean, take your headphones in. It's going to be a breakdown. It's going to be a big, it's going to be great. We're going to break it down. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be very, very interesting because we forget that we still have the draft going. We still have these rookies out there. We still have these high They're school kids. They're all piling up, piling <laughs> up. So we got to like figure out what we're going to do with that. Um, if we have time, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about what's going on in the WNBA and the NBA because today, both because we record on Saturday, uh, the Lakers yep. could wrap it up against the Rockets yes. and the Sparks. Um, they have one game against the Las Vegas Aces today, which I think will be really good. Oh, because that's going to be such a game. That's some top, top cream of the crop. I need to see my Sparks do spark it. it. <laughs> need to spark it up. I'm going to spark it up and then you spark it up. Spark it up. <laughs> So that's the shirt. That's up. the shirt. It'll be on hoopstimes.com. Yeah, spark it up. <laughs> that's a great way to move on. So we are going to have a great show. But before we do that, we always like to do a little bit of our house cleaning and our updates. So as always, please subscribe, like, and review us on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. We're on, we're on all the platforms right now. Um, we're also on Twitter and we're on Instagram. At the Hoops Talking, we also have a TikTok at the Hoops Talk podcast, and then you can subscribe to us on YouTube at the Hoops Talk. Um, and then, of course, the app update. So that's supposed to launch. The Good News Radio app is supposed to be launching mid-September, so in a couple of weeks, and that is going to be like a 30-day trial, and then $3.99 if you already have it, and then $5.99. So there's all these different price ranges and all these things, but um, there's a possibility that we could go exclusive to that app. So you might as well get it now, try it out, see what mm-hmm. you like. Because we make um, last-minute decisions. We always do. I mean, because we control it. That's Hello. the beauty. Hello. <laughs> We're women run, women owned, women creators, women CEO. One of the few things we can control. Exactly. <laughs> we had to make it so that we could, because actually we can, you know, I'm not going to get into what okay, we no. cannot do, but let's just say this is the one where we can decide and we make the choices. So anyway, just think about really go and get the app try it out there's gonna you're gonna have so many good shows on there too not just ours there's a lot of great content I love a lot of the shows on the network and I love our network feel good love it oh yeah cultural current Mm -hmm. events um you know uh, breaking news there's a whole profanity podcast which is 100% Lakers and they're always giving giveaways and they just joined the network I mean where'd you get the pull Right? Oh, I, I mean, they just gave out like a Derek uh, Fisher signed um, jersey. Yeah, so yeah. they have it. And that's yeah. on our network. So hey. check it out. Um, so we'll probably have more details as that, as we get closer to that. Um, as I mentioned before, we're all going on vacation. So our next new episode will probably be the first week of October. Ooh. So the second week of October. October. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have some reruns on the app. We're going to do a couple shows. I already put them in. So um, that or just listen to some old ones and catch up to what we're doing. Because I know um, a lot of times sports moves really fast, but we talk about like all different types of things. So we talk about the culture. That's always going to be around. And voting. And oh, census, always, always. All those things you need to do. Social justice. Oh, 100% all the time. Um, okay, so with that, I think we're ready to bring on our guests, and uh, we'll be right back. Are there dreams you're still afraid to chase? Do you have a small business that has you feeling stuck? 
I know we did and sometimes we do. So transformation coaches Harry Lopez and Ana Sheila Victorino are kicking off the launch Latinx accelerator on October 8th. That is coming up fast and furious. Launch Latinx, a 90-day transformational coaching program for aspiring entrepreneurs, coaches, creators, and side hustlers who want to grow their business and amplify their impact in their communities with talented, hungry, visionary Latinx leaders from all over the country. The program is a mixture of one-on-one and group-style coaching, workshops, and inspiring speakers meant to help you break through mental and business blocks. Join a super positive vibe community of leaders of all ages really going for it and calling forward what they most desire in the most authentic way to you. So to learn more about the program, make sure you apply by Sunday, September 27th by going to www.harryluislopez.com forward slash launch Latinx. That's www.harryluislopez.com. L-O-P-E-Z.com forward slash L-A-U-N-C-H-L-A-T-I-N-X. We will also include the show links in our show notes. And make sure you mention that you heard about the Launch Latinx on the Hoops Talk in your app. Welcome, Kristen Peak, to the Hoops Talk. Yay! <laughs> so happy to have you back I know, on. You're back. One I'm of happy our favorite. Oh, good. I'm just, glad, I'm just glad that a draft date is tentatively set. So, right, finally. <laughs> you know, we'll you're see what right. happens come November, but we'll see. Well, you know, for everyone listening, um, Kristen is the NBA draft analyst for Yahoo Sports and pretty much all levels of boy men's basketball like you're doing high school college and then the pros and you also do some g league and you do some olympics i mean you're all over with men's basketball essentially yeah i pretty much cover it on all three levels high school college and the and the draft i you know what you might even have to get into those uh grade schools see you soon Oh my gosh i don't think i could handle that like someone said they sent me an email and they're like my son is the number six ranked sixth grader in America. And I'm like, honey, no one has time. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they start younger and younger because you see tennis. I think they start them out like at three or four years oh, old right. and they're with a racket in their hand. So I wouldn't be surprised. So that's yeah. on the horizon. But Kristen, the last time that you were on our show, we didn't know if we were going to have an NBA season. If we were going to finish it, I should say. We didn't know college had stopped. Everything had stopped. Full stop. And the only thing we were, everyone was really looking forward to was the uh, Michael Jordan documentary. Yes. So just put that in perspective, how long ago that was and where we were at. And I think you had just driven to your families. You'd said Manhattan Beach. I love you, but I need to be around people. <laughs> yes. So um, that's kind of where we're at. And now, I mean, it's a whole different world. And I, you know, I want to know how are you like, what are you liking or disliking about what happened with the NBA bubble? I love the NBA bubble. I love that they were kind of the trailblazer is to show this is how it works. I mean, ever since everyone that has been in the NBA bubble, there have been zero positive COVID tests. And they're serious about it. So much so serious that even when they started allowing family members in it, 
they created a bubble school for the kids wow, there so they could continue to go to school. So everything that NBA is doing from even social distancing the media from the players and post-game interviews and making everyone wear a mask yes. unless you're a player. And then once you leave the court, you have to put a mask on. I mean, I think they're taking, they're, they're probably one of the only sports that's literally taking this as serious as it should be taken instead of just like, okay, NFL, I mean, they, they're playing, but they're allowing fans in the stadium. And yes. let me tell you something, that virtual fan thing, my nephew got to be one of the virtual fans oh, in the game. And he, and he loved it. He loved it. He was just like, I mean, they meet everyone in your little area before the game. And there's like a leader who leads cheers. And he was excited when he could see himself on the game. So I think they have done a phenomenal job. That's great. Yeah, I know that, well, the WNBA launched for a little bit before they did. So yeah. they've been having, you know, they pretty much struck, I mean, the, the same, under the same, you know, WNBA, NBA. So they pretty much structured it very similar. Um, and I, I feel, and maybe you, I would love to hear what you think, but I think like the family coming into the NBA was really had to do with mental health. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I don't yeah. know. What are you thinking? I think so too, because as soon as you let the players' families come in, then you had Denver head coach Mike Malone say, look, what, what about us? What about the coaches? Like, I haven't seen my family in 60 days. Like, why don't we get any family members in? So, and then, you know, sure enough, a week later, they, they re-advise or they redid, they restructured their deal and coaches' families were allowed to come in. Um, and so I think they're, it's, it's an, like, this is unprecedented time. Like we've never been through this. So they're, cautiously experimenting with different ways to try to get people as comfortable as they can in that environment for as long as they have to be there. They might be, it might actually be more of a shocker when they're allowed to go back out into the wild. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. We'll have to travel far again in between playoff games. Like or just like yeah. being out in the world, you know, today. Well, a friend of mine, um, Tanya, she, uh, I can never say her last name, but she's the LA Times writer, the beat writer for the Lakers. And so she left and then her coworker came in for the last bit of the playoffs, but she was in the bubble for two months. And she said when she got out of the bubble, it was like, she was giving people the death stare, like, you're too close to me, get away. Yeah. You know, because everybody, everybody in the bubble, they knew social distance, like yeah. have a mask and and so she said it was kind of shocking to go out of the bubble and be like, Get it. no, you're too close. Right, right. Yeah, I even think that, you know, to Karen's point about the traveling, like I wouldn't, I, you don't want to, you want to have your house and you want to have your family, but maybe when you're at work, right, like a season of work, uh, taking, bringing down the travel as much as you can is kind of cool. I mean, I know there's like the home court advantage and the fans and right. I get it. But I just, I mean, I think about someone like Candace Parker on the WNBA whose stats have gone nuts and really she doesn't have to travel. So (laughs) it's like like a giant AAU tournament. Do you know what I mean? They see each other everywhere. You know, hello, would we have ever gotten a Taco Fall swim class with Enos Cantor and Jalen Brown if it wasn't for the NBA bubble? That was like the greatest thing ever. Um, and so they're just, they're around each other all the time. It doesn't matter if, if Donovan Mitchell just lost to Jamal Murray, like he saw him moments later outside on the phone, you know, so there, there is a lot of downtime. They have time to rest. They have time to recover and they have time mentally just to unwind. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's a big deal. I, I mean, you, some things that like I, you hear about too, like uh, Paul George's experience and his mental health and how that kind of also opened the door to family coming in, um, especially with all the protocols in place. And then you see some people that maybe couldn't, re- I mean, you see Giannis and the Bucks, how, you know, that it might've worked against them. And so it's a lot of experimentation, but the fact that they're healthy and they're able to play yep. Um, and they're still able to use their platform to talk about social justices, mm-hmm. as you uh, saw how the Bucks did the strike. I, we call it a strike because if you're a worker and you decide you don't want to work, that's a strike. It's not a boycott. Yeah. <laughs> so we called it a strike. Um, and you saw those things happening that maybe you wouldn't get that if you were at your you know, home, home court or outside of the situation. Right, exactly. And let me just say to anybody out there that is you know, boycotting the NBA and refusing not to watch it, they are missing out on some great basketball. Like these playoffs have been amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Amazing. I have not seen as many like last minute shots in games as we've seen now, like have just been willed or even like a dopey uh, two points at the foul line with like Jimmy Butler, how do you, how you win that game is like, Oh, what a like, just like all these crazy ways and all these crazy plays and um, the intensity on the court. I mean, we're getting to more game sevens than I've ever seen Nuts, in other, yeah. other playoffs, right. which has been amazing. And the surprise, the surprise of, underdogs, Hello. Well, the bucks. How do <laughs> well, yeah, you feel they, about that? Yeah. I was, I was flabbergasted. Listen, they were the Heat were a great matchup for them in terms of defensively. Yeah. And when you only have one star player like Giannis, and he was he was hurt, he had an ankle injury, and then which, um, and he didn't play in the last game. But the Heat are awesome right now. Like, mm-hmm. do I believe that they can beat the Celtics with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kimba Walker? I'm not sure, but it's going to be a really good series. And who would have thought, I mean, I did not I did see not. the heat in a regular season making the Eastern conference finals. Right. And who not would have thought the Eastern conference finals too, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. I did not have them in my conversation for, for that. I mean, for the most part, I thought, okay, bucks on the East. And then of course I'm always going to pull for the Lakers cause that's my <laughs> team. But I feel like it's, I mean, we could be looking after you know, this weekend, I think Lakers could potentially close it out against the Rockets. And then the Clippers let that last game slip oh, away against right? Nuggets, oh my which I'm not mad about. Me either. <laughs> like, they can take it as long as they need to take it. Um, but we could be looking at like an LA uh, conference, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's what's going to happen. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think Denver has another game in them and mm-hmm. let alone two games to beat the Clippers. Yeah. Um, and I think the Lakers close it out with the Rockets. Um, their small ball has been very inspiring <laughs> the way they've been playing, but it's not, it's not going to take them all the way to the no, finals. No. Um, do you think that if, well, when Houston gets eliminated, do you see Dan Tony going uh, away as well? I do, I don't but know. I'm wondering. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, maybe. I don't really mm. follow the coaching changes. I know mm. um, there have been a lot of coaching changes, especially in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And also, what was the uh, Indiana is interviewing? I saw Becky Hammond for mm. for a coaching position. Yeah. So yeah. Um, 
I mean, every, listen, when you lose and you can't, you can't win with two superstars like uh, Harden and Westbrook, then of course your job is, it's always going to be on the line. Right. 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 No, I, I, I mean, I knew him as a coach also for the Knicks because he coached the Knicks and he tried, he's just very stubborn in this way that he wants to play. And I just think that that's not, I mean, obviously he hasn't won a championship yet. So, and right. to your point, you got superstars. He is fully loaded with that team. So we should be doing a lot better. Um, so you, do you think, who do you think is going to go win it all? I think the Lakers, I mean, you have to say the Lakers, what they're doing. <laughs> I, I mean, and I'm not just saying that. I right. just look at what they have and, and when they are on, they are on and nobody can beat them. It's just those, those horrible nights off when KCP is taking 8 million shots and can't yeah. hit the side of a barn and just keep shooting, you know, Kyle Kuzma's off. Like they need the, they need their little guys, not little, but like right. backup guys to be playing at a high level yep. yeah. for them to win the whole thing. The consistency is, has always been an issue. Um, and what was nice was when they did add Rondo, you got him to be more of a facilitator and you allowed LeBron to be taking more of those shots and going into the lane. So that was really good to have him back. I mean, the first sure. game he came back, I was like, he looks kind of stinky. But then <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is he getting on? Give Carissa more <laughs> right? But I do agree with you. I think that they look really good and I'm very I'm super excited, but it's funny because Kendall became a Trailblazers fan um, and Karen is a Warriors fan. So I'm the last woman standing in this trio and they don't give me any love. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I get no I'm betting on the Lakers. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is because of sports bets. Um, Okay. So, you know, as we're talking about how this basketball season is rolling out and we mentioned that. Uh, we just so we just had the draft lottery, right? So that mm-hmm. that chooses what who what team is going to have the first pick, what have you, and then now they're moving um, the actual draft to November is the latest information that we got, and then they're discussing starting the twenty 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 one season. Um, they said potentially in December, yeah, Christmas maybe, Day, Christmas Day, which. To me, that has hey, always been the start of basketball season. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't mind that. I mean, I've, we've always thought that as more being like the real kickoff of the NBA season. So with all these dates kind of like pushing out a little bit and how it's structured, how is that affecting, you know, the basketball that you're covering in high school and, and in college as far as like combines and draft and how, how's that all being affected? Yeah. So when you think about these players in this year's draft, there have having to wait 146 days from the time that they thought they were going to be drafted in June to November 18th. And I've been able to watch a few of the top players work out. And what's interesting is the way that they're utilizing this time. A lot of them, this is their first break in their career ever, because when you're in high school, it's AAU from April to August. Then you go straight into your high school season. And then you've got USA basketball, then you got state playoffs. And then Oh, it's rinse and repeat, AAU. So their body never gets a break. And same in college, because if you're a one and done, you go straight into the season. And then right after that, then it's workout, combine, draft, summer league, season. So wow. for, for some of these players, for some of these players, 
I think there's going to be a lot of surprises in this draft because of this break, because we're, we're seeing players that are going to improve immensely and where teams won't be able to see that improvement until they get them on their team. Yeah, so right. there's going to be a lot of surprises, I think, in the late first round and even into the second round, even players that are undrafted, where two, three, four years down the road, we're going to be like, wait, where was he taken? man, he is killing it, you know, kind of like Fred Van Fleet, like he was undrafted and now he's a key player for the Raptors. Well, so we're, so looking at the draft lottery results, I'm not going to read all of them, but like the top three are are the Minnesota Timberwolves, Golden State Warriors, and the Charlotte Hornets. The Golden State Warriors, I call BS on that. Oh, Oh. I can't believe they took the third spot, but you know what? We do a lot of meditation. They do a lot of meditation and manifestation. I think they ice those envelopes. (laughs) No, but I I will say this, but with the Warriors having the second pick, it's not necessarily a great thing because this is a bad, it's a bad draft year. It's a bad draft class. When you look at the guys at the top and what you could be getting them, a lot of people like James Wiseman to the Mm. Warriors because they think he can come in as a big man and play right away. But what we've seen in the past with bigs being drafted in the top three, top four slots, Mm. they're not productive at the next level. Like DeAndre Ayton, who went number one to Phoenix, Marvin Bagley, who went number two to Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Are they franchise players? Are they, I mean, they're impacting the game, but they're not living up to the price tag that they had for the top one, two or three pick. Well, you know, in thinking about that, when you're look, when we think about the rookies, uh, rookies of last season, so you had John Morant, you had Zion, you have Tyler Hero, who's still in it. I mean, crazy, right? And what John Morant was able to do, and he uh, got rookie of the year. How do you, okay, because I have been, I have always been a Zion, like, hmm, question mark, right? <laughs> I, I know I get blasted, so I stopped saying anything. Uh, but yeah, so I've always had him kind of like as a question mark. And I was a huge John Morant fan. You, I mean, you could go back to the tapes. You can hear me. What, how do you, how, how has the expectations that they made met what you originally thought of that draft class? Like, I'm sure so like last year, about Zion. Yeah. 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 Last year, I think Zion was awesome this year in the games that he did play. He had to overcome his knee injury. I do think he's going to be plagued with more injuries down his career because he's just so big. You cannot keep up with that athleticism and continue to jump out of the gym and be explosive without tearing down your body. Like it's just, it's not going to hold up as he ages, but I think he's going to have a great career. I still believe in Zion. Like I've known him since he was 15. Mm. Just to see what he's done in the short amount of time that he's really genuinely embraced his stardom role and, and embraced his star power has mm. been great for New Orleans. I think it's great for the NBA and the game of basketball. Mm. Like people want to see him play. They w- not, not only play, but they want to go to warm up and right. see him warm up, you know? And so for him, I think he's going to meet expectations. I know a lot of people like you are skeptical about him because he's a six, eight wing, mm. but he, and you know, everyone's like, Oh, he can't shoot. But then his three po- his three point shooting percentage was great. His 18 mm. games that he played. So I think he's going to be great. I think John Morant is an all-star. He is just going to be amazing in his career. And Tyler Hero is like the unknown superstar that none of us ever saw coming because he didn't produce or do well at Kentucky. So Mm -hmm. he's kind of hidden. But once you get into the right system and you're a baller and a dog like Tyler Hero, you are going to flourish. And that's what he's doing this year. 
Yeah, I've been very impressed with how much they trust him already because he's getting some last minute shots that he's just like, I don't even think, I think he throws it up. He doesn't even like follow it. He's just like, I know it's going to go in. Yeah, shoot or shoot. Oh, it's it's really good to see. I remember us talking about him a little bit as well. Um, And it's so, it's great to see when teams are trusting him and teammates are trusting him. So, you know, for all the rookies, I feel like, we had more rookies who were taking the lead this season than I've seen before in the sure. past, where mm-hmm. we're saying their names a lot more in this particular season than we have before. So that's right. Nice. Cause two years ago, it was just Trey Young. Two years ago, mm-hmm. it was just Trey Young and Luka Doncic. Those were the only yeah. two people that the only two players that people were talking about. So yeah. now not to say that next year we're going to be a year from now, we're going to be like, Oh, who's really performed this season? <laughs> I don't think there are like superstars yet that we know of in this draft class right. that are like Zion and Ja, the one and two spots. Yeah, no, I, I think totally that is still way you. up in the air. Yeah. So I have I've been reading your analysis and your mm-hmm. articles for Yahoo Sports, and I know that you um you did have an article. I think it was back in April. Oh no, June twenty twenty, where you called this draft class the weakest. (laughs) He called it the weakest (laughs) draft. And you Um, also said there was a lot of question marks surrounding a handful of players projected in the lottery. You actually identified five potential lottery selections who had high ceilings and yet offer high risk. You uh, pointed out uh, LaMelo Ball, Jaden McDaniels, Cole Anthony, Mm -hmm. Precious Achua. I hope I said that right. Yep, that's right. Yep. And Isaac Okoro. Those were the five that you, that was back in June. Okay. Since then in August, you've added uh, some additional prospects, you know, as, as you were looking at, you added Anthony Edwards, whom I think you've brought up in the past before. I, I remember hearing Anthony Edwards. Um, Obi Toppin has been another one that I know you've talked a lot about. Um, James Wiseman has yep. come up a lot for you as well. Um, and you, you've had some other, I, I recommend everyone go and check out your article that you posted on August, 2020 with 16 addition. You had, uh, I believe a total of 16 prospects. How are you seeing those move, um, in the world now? Like are, I know you did a post NBA draft lottery and you pick, you kind of slotted them in, but, um, I mean, it's a different world from June to now. What are you seeing? What are you, are those still high risks. I mean, I know a lot of people are probably focusing on LaMelo, LaMelo Bell, but Ball, but what are you, what are you seeing? Yeah. LaMelo is always going to be a high risk because of his family, family. and people <laughs> Daddy. and, and they, they, they don't, they, they want to see these poor kids fail. Like, I don't know. I don't understand this hate on Lonzo and LaMelo. LaMelo mm. is a great player. Things that he has, I mean, and people are weary on him because of what he did in Illawarra for the Hawks in the NBL this past year, where he only shot 35% from the field and 25% from three. I mean, but his team was horrible. (laughs) He was the only one that could get a shot off. And let me tell you something. He was averaging, I think, almost seven assists per game. If anybody on that team could catch a pass of his and finish a layup, he probably would have averaged 15 (laughs) assists per game. That's how good of a passer he is. I went over there. I watched a couple of his games. I was there for a triple-double game where he he had a triple-double. And he was the first player since 2005 to record back-to-back triple-doubles in the NBL. Mm. So 
for everyone that's like LaMelo Ball shouldn't even be drafted. Like, what are wow. you talking about? He's a six, eight point guard with a tight handle and a great pick and roll game. Hello, that is the modern day NBA. If mm -hmm. you can read the defense off a of pick and roll and find your man or take the jumper, you're going to be successful. Yeah. 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 And, and really the high risk is just his family. I mean, for the most part. Right. A lot of people are scared about what LeVar will bring to a team, but mm. I think it's encouraging that LeVar is sitting this one out. We haven't seen him in the media. When there was a time when there was no basketball going on and he could have been running his mouth to anybody that would listen and he hasn't said anything. So Interesting. I, I think that's a great sign. And I think teams are really considering that as like a good sign when they're mm. considering LaMelo a top one, two or three pick. You also, so in your post NBA draft, uh, lottery, uh, piece, which is fantastic. Everyone should definitely read that the 2020 NBA mock draft 4.0 who's rising in the draft boards. Um, you do have LaMelo going to the golden state warriors. I do, but mm. I think what they would do is they would either package him for a trade to try yeah. to get someone okay. like to try to get Giannis, even though people are, are kind of soft on the Giannis it's going so to the Warriors, <laughs> going to the Warriors thing, or they could trade it down. I know. So say if whoever, say, say Anthony Edwards falls to number two, mm. then what the Warriors could do is they could trade down to six where Onyeko Okamu will probably still be there. Trade that pickup to Atlanta because I know Trey Young and Anthony Edwards would be great in the backcourt. Mm. Trey actually went to a lot of, or, or a couple of, not a lot, a couple of the Georgia games this year where he sat courtside, they have the same agent. Like it just makes sense hmm. for Atlanta to try to push for that, to try to get Anthony Edwards. Yeah. I know with the whole Giannis thing, you know, he just wrote or he just commented about like, well, when some people hit a wall, they turn away, but other people go through it and I'm staying put. And people have said, anyone who makes that kind of statement is leaving. Oh yeah. <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Durant, <laughs> he said the same thing. Right. The curse. <laughs> so um, I think you have a really great point there on how the Warriors can really leverage that to get Giannis. And we'll see. I mean, hey, because we, we just need more in the West. <laughs> and keep stacking us. Yeah. And even with the teams with the top picks, Kristen, you're saying, you know, this class is a bit weak. Are you going to see more trades as well versus actually taking their picks? I think so, especially at the top, because when you look at a team like Minnesota now, I do think that they will dra draft Anthony Edwards mm -hmm. because you've got D'Angelo Russell at the one and you've got Carl Anthony Towns at the five. Mm -hmm. And when you bring someone like Anthony Edwards into it, who's a great passer, has great court vision and has a decent three-point jump shot, but I'm sure he's been working on it in the off season. That's a great piece to have to the puzzle. And then you have a pick number 17, which you can go and get a decent wing at 17 and number 33. So they've got three picks to work with here. Would they trade one of those? Maybe, hmm. but from what I know is they're going to try to get as much as they can from this draft. And I know another player you've always spoken very highly of is Obi Toppin and you do see him going to the Charlotte Hornets. Can you explain that uh, draft pick there? So for Obi Toppin, I mean, I know he's a little bit older and um, uh, Jonathan Wasserman from the Bleacher Report, he just did this great article a couple weeks ago about things that scare me. 
And one of the things that he proved is that age is definitely a factor. And when you look at players that are 22 or older that are drafted, their production kind of goes down in the NBA. And so with Obi, it's okay. Was he dominating college basketball? A, because he was on a mid-major team like Dayton and B, because he was just bigger and stronger than everyone else. And how is that going to translate over to the NBA? But the thing with him is like, usually we see those trends with bigger guys that are like forwards and centers where Obi's a wing. I mean, he could be a stretch four, but he had this crazy growth spurt where he grew six inches in four years. Wow. So he was a guard in high school and now he's running the four. He was, he was a forward in college. He was before, but he's got great hands. He can shoot outside. I think he averaged bridge 50% from three the second half of the season nice. so for me the, mm. like it, it makes sense like if you can play basketball and 22 isn't old like people are acting <laughs> you know like 22 <laughs> years old right. LeBron is 35 like mm. you can have a long NBA career if you take care of your body you know mm. how to play the game you have high basketball IQ and I think right. Obi has all three of those so he is yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you've been talking about him a lot. I've been watching, you know, reading your articles about it. And you're right, the age thing, I think we need to take that out of our minds for a lot of things. Now, injury prone is a little bit different, right? Yeah, when we're yeah. seeing that. That's just like to your point where you got to do something better with your body because that's an obvious sign. But with him, you know, he's looking still good. And as you pointed out, LeBron James. <laughs> My man, Vino <laughs> and water therapy. <laughs> Sorry, you cut out. What'd you say? Oh, I was saying wine and water therapy. I mean, oh, LeBron's got some yes, good yes, secrets yes. in his belt. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Um, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you about two pieces that I read recently. One of them had to uh, do with Mikey Williams. Um, who you've, you had a, a piece a while ago, but recently um, you, you did his um, Inside the Tiny Hole in the Wall gym. And I read that and I watched the video. I mean, that is, that's like a storage unit that they're playing in. How that's did you- That's exactly what it is. Is that exactly, yeah, right? It's just, it's crazy how, what, how did this come about? I mean, I, I mean, I read the article, but I would love to hear like, when you heard that this was happening, what were you, were you just like, holy, how, what, you know, what, this is what we have to do in the age of coronavirus. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, that piece. I know. It's just must be so, so insane. Yeah. So I was in California. I've been actually back and forth to California three times now. I've put a lot of miles on my car, <laughs> but um, between California and Vegas and Utah. But um, yeah, when I was back there, I was down in San Diego and I just, um, I texted Mikey and I said, are you guys working out? And he said, yes. And then I got in touch with his trainer, Ryan Rizuki. And Ryan's like, here's the address. And I knew it was small because I've seen the videos from overtime and slam, you know, the highlights during the four months that nothing's been open. And, but when I walked in, I was just like, what, you guys are going to work out here. It's 20 by 40. They have four hoops mm -hmm. on three different walls. And there were about eight or 10 different players, Mikey's teammates working out in there and they go hard. I mean, so to the short court isn't, uh, like big enough for a three-point line. So you have to go long ways if you're going to shoot threes. And like the Mikey's broken two lights from dunks hitting off the rim and, and skyrocketing into the ceiling. But 
Um, it was just such a unique space and like to sit down and talk to Ryan, the trainer and how the whole thing came about when everything was closed, you know, Mikey just wanted to get in and work out. And so Ryan's space, since it's privately owned, was one of the only gyms in San Diego that was open. And he was working out maybe sometimes twice a day. But the way it goes, it's like he gets he gets a text from Mikey at 6 p.m. He says, can we go at 9? Can we go at 10? And Ryan just makes it happen. So I was at the gym, I think, for, th for three of their workouts. And one time they didn't, go, they didn't start until 1030. And we're there until 1230, 1 o'clock. And I'm like, this is. I don't wow. get paid enough for this. <laughs> I was going to say, did you even walk in the little store? She did I was like, like, not want to touch it. I, I know. I had my camera and I, I was constantly having to move because I didn't want to get hit by any of the, yeah. the players during, during like the, the, um, the drills or yeah. anything like that or the ball. So I'm just like, where do I stand? Like, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you get a chance, uh, listeners go and look at this latest article It's so great. And there is a video and you see the setup and I can see another or cat guy with a camera, like trying not to get in the way under the basket. So definitely worth uh, checking out. And, and last, the last player I want to talk to you about, because I think this is really awesome is Bam Adebayo. You just put out a um, article about path to the NBA, and tell us about you know your you know how he's blossomed because man oh man has he looked so good, and yeah. you know I know you are you are someone who you know follows them from start to where they're at now, and what are your thoughts on on him? So Bam was a very, he was a high recruit in high school. He was a top 10 player, a McDonald's All-American. He represented USA basketball. And it's funny, my coworker, he, first time he saw Bam play, he sent me a text. He's like, you are going to love this guy, Bam Adebayo. And I'm like, is that his name, Bam? I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and then I went to the gym and it took me all about 10 minutes to figure out who he was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this guy. I love the way he plays the game. I loved how aggressive he is. And then when he went to Kentucky, we saw that recede a little bit. And what's funny is we see that sometimes with Coach Cal and his players. Mm -hmm. Like Tyler Hero was another one. He didn't shoot great at Kentucky. Mm -hmm. yeah. But he but what they do at Kentucky is they prepare you for the league. You know, it's not easy. It's not an easy jump from high school to college to college to the NBA. And so I think with that year at Kentucky, a lot of people forgot about Bam and the fact that he runs the floor really well. He's great in the pick and pop. He's a great defender and rebounder. And he plays the role. He's an exciting player to watch. So to yeah. see him refine that now in the NBA at Miami and how much fun he's having, he's playing more free. Mm -hmm. It's just, it, it's like when I see players like that in high school and I see him not pan out in the pros, I'm like, man, people really miss out on the type of player that he could have been. But now when you see it, you're like, yes, finally, like people are seeing the potential that we all saw in him as a five-star prospect in high school. That's so awesome. Oh, Kristen, you know what? Thank you so much for coming on again Always. and breaking down the draft for us. Yeah. I've loved reading your articles and keeping in touch with, you oh, know, all, you. oh, yeah. love it's like it. taking a master class with yeah. you. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you, you explain everything so easily to me. I'm like, when I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, I get it, you know? And then it also kind of adds to the love of watching, to your point, when, you know, you're you're talking about these players from um, high school, college, 
and you're like, gosh, what happened to them? But then you get stories where you're like, wow, the bams and you know that. So I love, uh, I love going on the journey with the uh, players that you uh, write about and that you follow. Um, and we so appreciate you having you here. I, I, there's so many draft questions, and I know we're gonna have to have you back after. Always, we're always gonna draft. Yeah. <laughs> of course, <laughs> because we're gonna need to uh, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, based on you know what the information we have today, um, we would love for you to come back and like talk to us through all of that when when that's done. Um, but yeah, Kristen, I appreciate you. Uh, go to Yahoo Sports. Uh, to read all of Kristen's work. She's also at Kristen Peak and it's P E K. E-K. E-K. Two E's. E-E-K. Two E's. At uh, Instagram and at Twitter. So yeah, definitely read her stuff. She's awesome. Thank you so much, Kristen. Appreciate you. Thank you you. so much again. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And we are back. How great was that? That was so good. I love when we have interviews and my oh, yeah. cheeks feel tired. <laughs> we got a lot of energy, a lot of information, a lot of laughs. And she just got to her hotel room. Like, bless I know. Her. She's, she's great. She's professional. Kristen Peake. I'm telling you, go and read her articles on so Yahoo good. Sports. You know, I don't You'll feel endorse that. <laughs> As often as one would think, but we follow writers, (laughs) right? She's incredible. Her stuff's out there for free. Yep. So go and grab it and learn learn about, get a jump on who's going to be popping off in the NBA. Um, Speaking of the NBA, so we have, because we record on Saturdays, we have the Laker Rockets game five today, five, I think. Six. No, because three one. Okay, got it. So game five. So they could close it out. Right. They could close. Lakers which, could close it out, which I'm gonna put my money on that they right. will put that money. And because the Clippers could not close out Denver, good. Uh, we're still waiting on to see who could, uh, who's gonna go forward in that. And as you were talking about, um, Karen, you know, because you are sports betting queen. Oh, right I just now. started novice, but you know, queen soon. Beginning queen, beginning queen, princess. We're <laughs> betting princess. We're <laughs> princess. SBP. <laughs> With that what? <laughs> uh, wet ass paper. That's oh, what you are. Wet ass paper. That's what I chase. Uh, <laughs> that's right. So as a as a beginner, you were talking about you know you've been betting on the underdogs. Yes, it's twenty twenty. A lot of yeah. shit's happening we weren't expecting to happen. So I'm relying exactly. on the universe and the planets to tell me to put money on the dog. <laughs> wow. Wow. And you are, so you're going to be going for those nugs then, I think, the nuggets. I'm kind of leaning. I mean, okay. the payout's great. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. luxury weekend. <laughs> right? Calistoga money. Shit. Napa um, next time. <laughs> <laughs> Napa dollars. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of agree because like Kristen talked about this too, uh, in our interview with her conversation that I don't, I don't know if they have enough gas in the tank left to do it. And right. that I think the same thing happened with, because the, so Celtics and, and the Toronto Raptors went to game seven last night, the Celtics won. So they will be facing the heat in this next, uh, semis or conference finals. 
Let me tell you, I did not think the Raptors had enough gas. I also said the same thing about the Trailblazers after they beat the Suns and then they went and hit up on the Lakers. Lakers losing that one game because they're like a cat playing with a half-dead mouse. I think it's strategic. I think it's strategic for Lakers and LeBron to give up game one because then that's where you learn your lessons. You view tape, you pivot, you win. Well, Frank Vogel, bless his heart, he's been pivoting. He did really great. He kept uh, JaVale, uh, what is it, uh, JaVale McGee out, you know, of the starting five. Um, he's going a little bit smaller, a little bit faster. Um, yep. I think you're Nothing seeing, you know, yeah, I, I, I like it. The thing is, you need the shot makers to make the shots. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. You need KCP to make it. Yeah, consistency. KCP, Caruso. Kuzma, uh, you know, you got those guys. Danny Green, ugh, he's been terrible. Like, you need them to make their shots. You also notice Dwight Howard hasn't come in as much in this uh, in this uh, series, you know, because, the, again, they want people that are going to be able to move. They're going to be people that are able to, like, uh, cover. So I, I think that he made a good transition after that one last game. Um, they've really been clamping down. And i tell you the truth, Russell Westbrook has not been – no, I mean, he was injury. gone for, what, six games yeah. within the playoffs and then back and then limited yeah. minutes. I mean, I, well, I, I felt like at that point he gave up. He was like, well. Yeah, I'm a little bit – so I'm worried for a couple of things. One, again, how we mentioned desperation ball. Yeah. That could take you a long way. A long way. Uh, also, because you got nothing – you're like, I'm going to throw it out there. Houston, if they get heat, if they start moving, if they, you know, they get the confidence, if they're playing desperation ball and they start shooting, I feel like they're super dangerous. True. So True. I think the Lakers are going to have to come out real hard in the beginning, keep the lead and just put their foot like right up on them and just like, just go. Yeah. So, don't fall back and get no, too they comfy. Can't. No, I do think this will go again to like, you know, a two point or three point shot at the end. You know, something like oh, that. Yeah. Very dramatic. Buzzer beater, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's, there's going to be drama or a really lame foul and a get, challenge. Get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got to. I mean, we're talking about two super intense teams, one that's trying to close it out and one who's playing desperation ball. So I feel like um, it's going to be pretty dramatic. I'm looking forward to that later today. Um, and then the Heat and the Celtics, I think they have a couple of days off and then they'll start on their um, – their game and then of course uh the denver nuggets and clips we'll see what happens there but still a lot you know happening um and then we're talking nba coaching yeah we had some updates karen well, yeah like kristen was talking about earlier right there's a lot of coaching drops and new mm-hmm. you know positions open and what's been great is there's just been a lot of movement for women i think so uh either yeah. early this morning or yesterday sonia ramon was announced to be assistant coach for the grizz she's Love replacing it. another female assistant coach. So will be the second in that franchise. Um, Becky's interviewing. I've Mm -hmm. seen, you know, buzz around the Pacers, the Sixers, Don Staley as well with Sixers, Mm -hmm. which that looks pretty chamaze. And um, again, going back to Yahoo Sports, there's actually an article about um, some of the women that the NBA team should be interviewing coming up, right? So we've got Don, we've got Becky, We've got um, Nancy Lieberman, yep. Natalie Nakase. So there's some great women there. And, you know, they talk about the whole, he starts the article too with the whole Steve Nash situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even Nash said, yeah, this is white privilege. Like I haven't coached and just kind of moved right into it. And 
But, you know, there's another quote too from Silver, who's actually saying that he wants to be much more active about um, getting women as coaches. And he doesn't see a female head coach in the NBA far. So oh, it'd be really wow. interesting. Yeah. I like I mean, that. My boy's keeping the bubble clean. I mean, does he got some Virgo energy right now? <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't be, you know, Adam, if you do that, I will applaud you on my tiptoes. Yeah. yeah. They're ripe for it. I mean, they're, they're, they definitely have the right mindset. You're seeing so much leadership from a coaching standpoint, mm-hmm. um, you know, much more so a college, a WNBA, NBA. I mean, at least they have women coach, head coaches. Granted, there aren't as many as there could be, should be. Um, sure. But can you name me one NFL female coach? Can you name me one? I got you an you know, assistant. No, MLB. You know what I mean? So they are, I mean, assistant coaches that are right there on the line. You mm-hmm. see it, um, which is amazing because what you're saying is that there is a place for you. Um, and we've always said, you know, you got to, you know, you, you got to take the space, the space that you have. Um, it's so important. Plus representation matters. You see it, people, more people want it, more people gun for it. I think it's good. I think it's good. I love this. I love these things. Um, From the WNBA, man, I have read at least four or five opinions, thought pieces, articles from, you know, all around the independent media and the established media and the, you know, all these different places about what's happening because we have the last two days of, um, actually today might be the last day of the WNBA, right? The regular season ends today on the 12th and it's all over the place still. (laughs) Like those last few places are still like open. Um, one of the things, because as, uh, Sparks fans, um, we have Sparks against the Aces today. And I think from everything that I read, first off, that's going to be a great matchup. That's that better be network ESPN situation. Don't even get me started with that. I don't even know where I always, who knows? I always wait last minute to find out where it's at because I'm like, it should be. A. If it's not on ABC, it should be on ABC or it should be on ESPN or, you know, something like, I like it. Sport, alert, CBS they, is okay too, like CBS yeah. Sports. But I yeah. got an alert. ESPN was saying the rest of the WNB games are going to be on ESPN, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. We'll see. Um, so the, this game should de- is definitely a big time game um, because it, it, to get into the second spot and get another buy right? Because these are the one, one-off games that they do like last season to get a buy, you'd have to be in the first place or the second place. And so if the Sparks can beat Vegas, they can get, I believe into that second spot. Um, and then there's, it's one of those things where like so-and-so has to lose or so-and-so was, I mean, it's like a ton of articles out there, but I just want the Sparks to win. I want Sparks to get as much advantage as they can. You know, Liz is so LA. She's greedy. She wants two basketball championships. Thank you. Just like LA has two teams for hockey, football, yes, basketball. Baby. Greed, greed. Yes, greed. baby. <laughs> yes, baby. LA Lizway. Essay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll take it all. I'll take it all. Yeah, I was thinking about that because like it could we could have 
uh, two basketball champions. Yeah. You like this, that LA? I, I don't do even like, know if it's the right way. Liz way. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see the YouTube for these finger gestures that Karen's putting Our finger gestures. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be going into the playoffs, TBD. Um, super excited for the WNBA. It has been, uh, again, I know that Kristen talked about like what she's seeing in the NBA bubble. I will say the WNBA bubble, like I mentioned, did launch first and they are, have such great, uh, games. I mean, you had Jewel Lloyd who did that buzzer oh, that beater buzzer against beater those cars. Too? It was crazy. Was I mean, you saw um, Skylar Skyler, uh, Diggins. Oh yeah. She, she just did that uh, three-pointer. I mean, ice Logo. in her veins. Like, <laughs> it is just, it's insane. So you're seeing the best of the best. Oh, we should consider this bubble for like maybe your round stitch. Right? Like, just like Kirsten said with tourneys, like just bubble yeah. everyone up, bring their immediate bubble family. Up. But it's them, it's them single ones who are like, well, I can't bring the house around. <laughs> <laughs> can't get them groupies in every city. Well, mm, you're right. You're like hoes in all area codes. Well, I get know, it. I get it. <laughs> your health is very important. We don't need you running around with gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> true, truth, truth. Um, so yeah, so I mean, those are quick quick updates but because things change so fast like by the time this comes out we're going to have like where people are seated and where we're set so um just a couple oh you also uh, mentioned the satu sabali and the sue bird collision i mean that which happened that was scary art stop because sue was out all 2019 yeah and they were on the floor for a well, bit I know Satu could, did not come back. I don't know yeah, if she's I think it. she has a con- either uh, it's a I think her protocol. last test said she has like a mild concussion. Oh so my God. you're seeing a lot of that. You're seeing a lot of collision. The physicality is super high. Um I always get nervous when you see them slip on the floor. Like I'm a lot nervous of about ankle injuries. Yeah, like, me too. Me, eh, I mean, that's how good. Sabrina got out. Sabrina was done. Brittany Sykes just took a, a knee, a flying knee into her stomach. She had a contusion. She was out a couple of days. She's back on. But it's just like, man, it's physical, physical. I mean, I'm loving it, but be careful. Okay. Let's, you guys, I mean, there's already a small number of squad members, team members. 144. Come on. You know, Isn't that a not square even, root of some? Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe. Don't talk to me Is about it 12 that. times 12? I didn't start a podcast for math. <laughs> the only math I want to do is count money. <laughs> count your sports bet and wins. <laughs> your wins. Um, so, yeah. So, there's a lot of, you know, last-minute playoffs, conferences, finals um, going on. And we won't actually know. I mean, we'll know what happened, but we won't be talking about it until October. Because, remember, we're going to be out on vacation. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna be maybe we'll throw some stories up for something. We got our I don't own know. off season. I mean, when we come yeah. back in October, though, Liz, that's season three. Pretty much. Uh, oh my god, that's right. <laughs> our anniversary is October. Oh my god, that's um, so right. <laughs> dab dab. Three years. Wow. wow. So season three in October. We're going to start it. We're going to pop it off. Oh, my gosh, Karen. Memories. Memories. (laughs) Okay. Before. Okay. Moving along. 
I wanted to talk a little bit about the Standing in Sisterhood Summit. That yes, was that's still going the, on today. It's too, still going right? on today. I know we're recording. We're doing like all this stuff in the studios, our studios today. Um, it's presented by the Sports Sorority and the National Basketball Wives Association. I was able to attend um, almost all. I missed one panel. Well, two panels. Yeah. One was for uh, sorority sports sorority members. And, uh, the other one was uh, later in the day and I, I don't know, I, I think I was cooking dinner or something, so I didn't get to catch it, but the ones that I did catch changed my life. Ooh, I mean, tell us, it CLDR. was, it was so awesome. So first off, we got a welcome from Mia Wright, the president of the NBWA and LaShonda Martin, who's the CEO and founder of the sports sorority. Um, then there was their one, their more registered session, but then Debbie Brown, who you can follow her. Let's see. She is, I mean, it was next level. Let me find her here. Cause I posted, sorry, I'm looking through my, my Twitter. While you look, I have a very important question, Liz. Like, yes, go. Can I join the NBAA and then become an NBA wife? (laughs) How does that work? I don't think it's like Is there a, a course on that? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I, I like where you're going there, but I think you actually have to be uh Got it. Do, so you, it's you, a prereq. Yeah, you gotta put a, you gotta put the legwork in first to become the wife and then you can I don't got the legs to be an NBA wife (laughs) (laughs) but that might be that should maybe be a panel they should maybe have a panel there that would be sponsored by the Kardashians I guess oh (laughs) jeez god what's step one sex tape with god It doesn't hurt. You know, they just got canceled. I know. Well, they've, well, they, they said canceled. they were done, but come yeah. on, let's be real. I, I was done. They would have drove it to the ground, Golden mm. Girls, Kardashian style. Yeah. You know, Chris money. was Chris like, Jenner from the grave. Oh, God, yeah. She would be like Some in the black crit, mind control. Uh, definitely. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. I don't think she can. I don't think any of them are actually or have any organic. Well, I know Chris Bright doesn't have much organic to process um so oh so going back to the (laughs) panel debbie brown okay she's the chief impact officer at chopra global master well-being educator author and founder of karma bliss which i recommend karmabliss.com is her website um and the host of dropping gems podcast let me tell you she talked about Owning your space and self care, not just from like a um, corporate standpoint, because she says something like it's a four trillion dollar business right now. Right now, self care, and what she was talking about was like, how do you create tools within you to make sure that you're the best that you can be, so that you know how you facilitate what you what your purpose is you know, with your energy. And so, and one of the, one of the quotes that I, I liked and I tweeted was any place you occupy, let me take that back. Any place you occupy space, you have a platform. Oh, I thought that was so like, that's just like, that like got into my brain. Right. Because sometimes I think about our podcast and I'm like, oh my God, like this is a lot of work. And you know, 
am I fulfilling a purpose? Am I, you know, what is, what is this? Is this, should we change it? Should we talk? Right. You know, we're always like, you know, growth and, and changing and moving. And so when she said that, it's like, we're occupying this space for a purpose. Yes. Right? Agreed. And we are a platform, regardless if we're, you know, under a big corporation or us being yep. independent. And we're not here to do this so that we can get outside gratification you know it's because something inside of us that is saying this is our purpose and this is why we want to do it um and therefore we lend it we lend ourselves to sharing and occupying the space that we are and 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 purpose driven to do better in the world and to give out better oh it was fantastic she was awesome i went to her website she's got all that you can do a quiz to find out what crystals and like kits We gotta yeah. bring Debbie, especially because oh. I think next month is mental health awareness. It might already a be week happening. Week or month, so she was fent- I was just like, wow. She was the tonic I needed to really like start digging. She did like a breathing, like she's like, create a space, create a habit, go do breathing exercises, so many things. So it was it was really awesome. Um, and then the second panel that I went to was the stand up cis panel with Sabrina Galloway. She was the uh, moderator. Elsa Collins, who is That's a co creator of, yeah, of She Se Puede, uh, Lauren Holiday, Tommy Rose Strickland, and Amber Sabathia. And the conversation got real raw and emotional. Um, it got, I don't, I couldn't find a better word for uncomfortable. Not that I was uncomfortable, but we were definitely. Uh, they were definitely having a conversation that was challenging, you know, because Tommy Rose Strickland discussed how her brother's son was uh, killed in police violence. Mm -hmm. And she gave us this behind the stories of what her family, what we don't see, right? We don't see what's happening to the family. And she was- the media wants to show. Well, not just that, but just like, you know, where we see what happened and then we take action with like either- protesting or calling, you know, all these things, but we are not living with a family that has had this violence upon them who have lost a loved one. And she's like, the money doesn't go to the family, you know, and you have to have video for an attorney to even want to take it on, you know? And And we can't imagine the number of interviews they have to do to Mm -hmm. recollect everything that they turn on a TV or open a paper or website. And there's a story for them to relive and get triggered by that like that's a lot she was very it was so powerful and the fact that she shared it and there was a space for us to listen it just gave us like such an insight and so it was a real gift to hear her speak about it and the way that she spoke about it and um you know and and that kind of just helped frame like a lot of what we're talking about and um, yeah, like power and raw and emotional and a lot of growth. And it just, you know, just kind of, um, I don't know, it just felt like real talk. Like I know these people are, are a very, you know, like they are in a different space as far as like how they've become in business and their entrepreneurship and, you know, very much role models in a community. Um, and it was so nice to have them be so, um, raw and right. so like in the space and, and being, not being that corporate speak right yeah it was very cool it was just was like wow so I loved this 
um, first day of the Sisterhood Summit. Like I said, it's going on right now. Uh, we have you know our studio time, what have you. And if I can catch some panels at the end, I probably will do that. Um, but yeah, check them out. You can see more of their stuff at the Sports Sorority and the National Basketball Wives Association. So that was my time with them. Um, another thing just to talk about quickly is the uh, Launch Latinx Accelerator Ooh. that our friend yes. Anashila uh, Victorino is part of. She is uh, one of the uh, mentors in this. And you know what? The whole thing about this uh, launch Latinx Accelerator, right, is about transforming your business or uh, getting rid of any mental blocks or business blocks that you have with coaches um, who are trained in helping you do that. And um, it's a it's a one on one on one group styling coaching. You know, I sometimes do feel like we can get stuck in business, right? Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, you get stuck even in the game, right? Like yeah. it's uh, our brains, I think, are our biggest walls. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's just we overthink it in a way. And I don't think that's bad, but it's nice to have a coach tell yep. you, okay, when that comes up, what do you do? Yep. Right. And I, I, I know that the coaches like Harry Lopez and our friend Anna Sheila Victorino, they are – doing these accelerators so that they can bring a community together to kind of help you unblock that. And so the, the launch Latinx accelerator is on October 8th, but you need to visit their uh, website, which is uh, com forward slash launch Latinx uh, to apply by Sunday, September 27th. So get on over there. It's, um, H A R R Y L O U I S L O P E Z dot com forward slash L A U N C H L A T I N X. So visit their uh, website, Launch Latinx Accelerator, and we'll also put the links in the show notes so you can get get that from there. And you want to make sure when you apply, mention the hoops talk podcast in your application. So, you know, you heard it here. Um, but yeah, we're so happy to talk about that because, you know, I do, I feel like sometimes, uh, you need a coach. I mean, I got a career coach when I was let go from, uh, the company mm -hmm. I worked at yep. and I decided to take it seriously and it made the world of difference. Yep. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, it's like, they tell me, oh, how much does it cost? Did it cost you? And I'm like, what is it? You're investing in yourself. Yeah. It's the game of life. Like, yeah, you don't you, go do league when you're young and pay the fees because it's what? Yeah. It's so weird. Right. Like I find that people will pay out of pocket for things that aren't like for, are for others, but when it comes to their own self, care, their coaching, their education, they want to be cheap. And I'm not saying you have, you can, you know, need to spend millions of dollars. And I understand that we're in an economic situation, especially now, but I don't know, like you're worth it. Figure a way to write it off. Yeah, absolutely. You're worth work. it. <laughs> you are worth it. I'm yep. telling you, yep. take one time, one minute, one hour and think about it and just realize like that you're worth it and put the time into it. And 
you know, I started also uh, taking uh, doing online uh, therapy because I had hit a wall with um, being safer at home and taking these COVID precautions, wearing a mask everywhere. That's why we're breaking out of it. (laughs) Zoom. I know, I know. And it gets you even crazier when you do see like things where people aren't wearing masks and haven't worn masks. And, you know, you're just like all in your brain, just trying to like take all of that information in. Plus you're also trying to focus on work. Yeah, and focus on your family, and focus mm-hmm. on your friends, and trying to read a enjoy reading a book. You know, <laughs> enjoy cartoons. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. So you know what? If you can find a mechanism or a, a coach, a life coach, a career coach, uh, someone that's going to really be there to listen to you, to understand how to plan your goals. Uh, and get you down the path that will help you to success in some ways. You know, I told someone the other day, I'm like, I should make an app where it's just a list and you get to go down and do the list because you feel the sense of accomplishment and that alone is like uplifting, right? Um, Love checking off shit on a list. Love it. Love it. So that's why, you know, we're happy to, you know, uh, tell you about this uh, launch Latinx Accelerator as one of the ways that you can already start putting yourself first and getting the coaching that you need so that you can unblock and build and get your success because you deserve it. Um, And also, like I said, going to the Sisterhood Summit, that was another panel, which was so good. And there's so many virtual panels right now. Everywhere. And people are free or way cheaper than like the workshop they were going to offer in person. There's a group called Create and Cultivate, and they've got tons of affordable workshops and even PDF guides for anything like, guys, we don't got much to do. This is the time to seize. Just like the the boys are doing off-season, this long off-season between college and draft, like Take advantage and develop. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, I mean, I know everybody was baking bread for a while there. Now, (laughs) bake bread another way, baby. (laughs) This is the starter. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's right. And, you know, just... I don't know. I definitely, we're we're going through like phases of this uh, situation that we're in and, you know, do a little investing in yourself. I think it's a great idea and I love it. And um, yeah. So that's what we have for today. We have one more segment. We're still going to do our hoops off. We miss Kendall, but we're going to take our hoops off. So when we come back, Karen and I will be taking our hoops off. So we will be right back. And we are back for our final segment of the episode where we take our hoops off. So this is our one minute hoops off rant where we take our hoops off because we're going to fight. We're going to fight whatever. We're going to get on it and we're going to fight it. So Karen is going to go first. Um, And if you're ready, I have my timer. Karen, are you ready? Always. Okay. Three, two, one. This is for all the trolling media and pundits and gaslighters out there who want to dog on athletes for being out in the open about their mental health, whether that's 
uh, you know, just being tired like PG from the bubble and the wear and tear of what's going on in the fucking world to someone True. losing their own brother. Like, yep. let's be real, guys. We are human first. And mm-hmm. ask, if anything, deserve more than anyone else to actually take a break mm-hmm. from the wear and tear they already gave their physical bodies to even give their mental bodies a break. Because mm-hmm. we all know, just like Liz and I mentioned twice in this episode, that right here, this is your wall. So mm-hmm. if you got shit on your head, you ain't got shit going on in the body and you're mm-hmm. not able to perform. So if you really care about the game and your job mm-hmm. as media to cover a game, then maybe mm-hmm. let the athlete take a break so he can come back fresh and you got something to write about. There you go. You are right. You're a little bit short. Okay, we could be short. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. I totally agree. What we're going through right now, the athletes are human beings. Period. Everyone. Done. Everyone is going through something. Yeah. That was a bad look to talk trash about someone who's decided to express and their mental health. I hate hate people whose brand is to just ruffle feathers and be an asshole. Girl, you said it. That is, that is the, that's it. That's it. I just said that the other day. I'm like, oh, so that's his thing. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's you know, just for. just to do that. Hmm. It's more like skip, pay less. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your ass down like the shoe store, okay? <laughs> we need to skip him. That's what we need to do. All right. I am ready for my one minute. You can ready, time me. Lisa. Okay, ready? Three, two. Okay, so I have to address the trolls again. And this time I'm addressing trolls that are in, that go into Instagram live and decide that they're going to clog the comments with stupidity. So I was watching an IG live the other day and it was a fantastic conversation between Ari Chambers and Candace Parker. And there was someone in there acting like a fucking fool troll saying like boohoo this sucks it's like why are you there why are you there leave leave and I know people want to engage with that person to be like get out da, 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 da. and it's like you engage the troll and the troll gets the power so we all have to stop engaging with these trolls you know what whenever I would see that troll come up I would just add like hearts in the comments and I would just keep putting comments and comments and comments until like she, that person went away trolls fuck off and people don't engage with them that's my Ooh, very good. I couldn't believe it. Like, I get a media troll because he's trying to make his money, but this bitch ain't making money from <laughs> no, trolling. I didn't understand. I'm like, why are you wasting your time? Like, and you mean it was a female, right? Yeah. Well, the name was okay. female name. Well, you so never know. Like you never fish. know. Yeah, because <laughs> trolls are just that. Like, I don't under. I don't get it. I didn't get it, but it was such a waste of time. And it, you know, and th- they had to stop the conversation a couple of times to be like, what we're not going to do here is talk about this, that. And then, I mean, it's just insane. And even, yeah. even uh, Candace Parker in the, at the end said, you know what, what I want to say is, you know, now with the internet, everything you do on it is there for receipts. Receipts and I'm, you know, Forever. they gotta give some moderation controls to something. boot a fucker out of the room. And they you know, should if it was know a that. conference. Oh yeah, 
Well, not only that, but I mean, they they want to take out likes and engagements because they think teenagers are like losing their minds if they don't get recognition for their selfie. And it's like, well, you know what's worse is when we're trying to have an IG live and a good conversation and there's someone out there that we can't kick off. Let's work on that feature. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's update that instead of making reels because I'm going to tell you TikTok is far superior than reels. I said it there. <laughs> it was said it was done, it was and that done. might be the next. <laughs> we did a little extra because Kendall's not here. So. Yeah, that was hers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, I think we're ready to call it a wrap. So, thank you, everyone who is not a WAF, a wrap. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Share the the um, episodes if you can, because, you know, like I said, remember, we're going to be off for a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll be back in October with season three. So yes. be ready for that. Um, it'll be our th- two-year anniversary? Yeah. Two, yes. three. Two, two-year. Two. Do you two. start it off at the year or end it? Hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so yeah. So follow us. Also follow us and DM us on our social handles, Twitter and Instagram. We're at the Hoops Talking. Um, we're on TikTok at the Hoops Talk Podcast. We're on YouTube channel at the Hoops Talk Podcast. Um, yeah. So please get re- this. Enjoy this episode. It's the last one till next season in October. So we'll see you then. But while you're waiting, Karen, how do we want to keep it? We want to keep it sweaty and 